And welcome to episode 32 of the Generational Gamers Podcast, um, a podcast where I try to come up with something witty to say at the beginning, but often fail. I am one of your hosts, as always, Johnny Casino, and with me, because he's just that awesome, <laughs> I don't even know where I'm going today. I, I, I don't know if my head's in a cloud or if it's in a clown. But it's in something that's not working properly. But it's still my butler and yours, Ben Butler. Hey, man. How are you doing? Good. I need to turn your mic up some, I think. Oh. <laughs> Let's you, do that. You didn't do a test. Well, I mean, I thought I had it set up, but then I was I was wrong. Oh. Turn it down even farther. Okay. <laughs> so, we are here. We are back. It's episode 32. Did you miss us last week? Did you? I mean, we're here every other week. Did you miss us last week? I mean... I miss talking about video games. Yeah, I don't know if they. I don't know if they missed us. I mean, do you think they even notice? No, nah, I mean we're on a schedule now. Said we're thirty-two deep. That's thirty-two deep. 32 Could that be deep. like a rap song? Yeah, man. If Twenty-One Savage is the name, thirty-two deep is a rap name. But Twenty-One too. Savage is not a rap song, is it? I mean, it's a rapper. Oh, that's his name. That's his name, Twenty-One Savage. How does he feel about the Twenty-One Pilots? I don't know. I mean, because they do some rappy type talk singing white boy things maybe there's a feud over it Ooh, yeah, yeah. you know i think 21 savage is probably a little more credible you don't think 21 pilots are credible they make good music no no i mean like with shooting people in the street oh yeah i don't think the 21 they don't come across as being very um uh gunning people down no i don't i don't know 21 savage's story but i think he's from chicago maybe ah uh, then of course he's gunning people down God damn it, John. I'm just going <laughs> to cut this whole thing out now. I was in Chicago. I came out fine. I mean, but you didn't live there. Well, I mean... I was in there over the weekend. Oh, well, I didn't say that everyone guns someone down every second. Yeah. But just everyone who's, like, born and raised there guns someone down eventually. Yeah, Jimmy and Jackie. Jackie's from the South Side. She can be hard. Yeah, the Stapletons. <laughs> the Stapletons are from Chicago. There you go. I'm and sure I mean, I, they've gunned down at least five people each. Yeah. Speaking of which, the day that this comes out, I'm going to be hanging out with Josh Stapleton. Really? Really? Oh, I know. Down here, he is. Is there a little kitty around our feet somewhere? No, it's over there chewing on the cords. Oh, that's fine. I mean, whatever. They're not plugged in. True. So anyway, we are generational gamers, and we talk about video game stuff after we ramble on for a while about people getting gunned down in chicago um i wanted to open up by getting your opinion on something you know one thing about this show is that you and i game differently we do and sometimes we game the same yeah. like earlier today we were playing mario rabbits co-op together and it took us an hour to get through one challenge hey man that, so i know a lot of people might complain but that's a good thing Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, let's get on the struggle bus, you know? Yeah, well, and we're still playing on normal level. Like, we haven't even gone back to play the hard version of these. Yeah. So that's good. I like a challenge. Let's... 
Yeah. Strategize, you know. You're not supposed to win every time. No, it is kind of boring if you win every time. Yeah, like Destiny 2. Yeah, yeah like yeah. Destiny 2. You know, so I, I just recently beat um, Resident Evil 7. Okay. And I played on normal. And, I mean, I got killed by some of the bosses, but there's only two of the bosses that really I really, really struggled with. Really? And so... Was one of them the chainsaw person? Dude... I've that guy talk about that. was hard. That was the last time I streamed it. Oh, and then okay. after that, I'm like, I suck. I'm not streaming this game anymore. Like, I'm not going to put people through that. That makes it funnier, John. Yeah, but it's not like, it's not I suck in that kind of, it's, it's I'm going to keep doing this over and over again and just keep dying. And I'm not animated enough uh, to yeah. make that entertaining. Yeah. So, but I beat it recently and like the final boss, one try, it wasn't that bad. Really? Yeah, but I don't know that difficulty is the reason to play this game. Oh, yeah. It's more the... It's the, going through the story, finding out what the real story is, which apparently some people were really pissed about. I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess I could understand the argument. I liked it. I liked the story. Um, some people were really pissed about it. Um, um, but I don't know. The freaky moments. Trump playing with the lights off. That's how I do it. Um, but the okay, but but the point of all this, the point, yes, that I think I was starting to get into was that you and I play games differently. We do, and so we also often have different opinions on certain styles of games, right? Yeah. So I want to talk to you about one of them, and that is I played some Overwatch over the weekend because it was a free weekend. Okay, yeah. Now, Dave and I talked about this a bit. Um, I love how like I say these things and you just like like the head gestures and like the way you look at me in different ways as I say this is like I don't know I don't know how to describe it listeners you're missing out um, but it was fun but it was fun because I was playing with Sean and Andy and Dave a little bit um, and at one point I was playing with just Sean and I and Chelsea was in the background just trying to make fun of me or whatever um, but it was fun for that. I thought the characters were pretty cool compared to a lot of fighting games. Like, I don't care for the characters in Destiny. They're just, I mean, they're badass. Yeah. But I would prefer more animated, which is the way they are in Overwatch. Yeah, there's no real personality to them. And that, I think that's the appeal of a hero shooter. Yeah. And I mean, you know, Overwatch, before the game even came out, like, people were cosplaying these characters, you know. I mean, you can really, like, I guess, latch on. So those personalities, you know, they're all so different. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, you know, Blizzard, you know, they talk about that hero shooter genre, like genre, how it came, like, kind of out of nowhere. And was like, oh, this could be the new big thing. And how, you know, it kind of came out and, you know, Blizzard's level of polish you can't argue with. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I like that about it. And I like talking to people. And I, mean, I had fun. I played with Junkrat some. And I liked doing his little alt where you jump on the wheel and you drive it towards a person, blow it up. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and he was just crazy, right? I liked I liked that about him. And then uh, McCree, I, I had fun because he if you shoot someone in the head, it takes him out pretty quick. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, like I leveled up and just didn't care because I didn't. You don't get anything out of leveling. I mean, you get loot crates, right? Yeah. But that's it. Yeah, it's skins and animations and you know things to customize your character. Yeah, and apparently graffiti for the walls. Yeah, voices. Voice. Okay. Yep. So so you get these things. Yep. But that's really it. Like, 
that's all leveling up does for you. Yeah. So as like the other shooter I play, if you want to call it that, is is Splatoon. And as you level up, you get the ability to buy different things that you could not buy before, like different weapons you couldn't get before. Yeah. And so at least it seems like there's some reason to level up. And I don't see that reason for me personally in in Overwatch. Hmm. And I also don't think I'd really enjoy it if I was playing with a bunch of random people that I wasn't having conversations with at the same time. So what's the appeal? Like to you, because you own it. I don't think you play it much because you have Destiny and whatever else. But is there an appeal to this game to you? Yeah, I mean, uh, it is a, like it is purely competitive and stuff like uh, team comps and, you know, being good at your class. Yeah. Or, you know, like you can excel at that, right? Like, you know, you said Sean like plays a healer. So if Sean, who plays a healer, and I mean, I don't heal. Like, I don't, I don't like healing. I don't like... You know, that at all, I like to play tanks, you know? Yeah. So, you know, if I wouldn't play a healer, you know, I would suck at it, and the team would know that. But if I get a team and I have a good healer, like, I will tell that guy. Like, I will, like, remember his name. I will send him a message. You know, I will call him out and be like, hey, you know, you rock. You know, let's, like, group up. Let's go do this. But, but see, that right there goes back to having a group to play with. Yeah, but I don't have to talk to him. Like, I don't care what he sounds like. I don't even care if he talks. Like, I just, you know, if you don't suck, like, you know, like the Patriots say, do your job, you know? So, like, you know, if somebody's playing, you know, like some stupid character, like, you know, I forget what the hacker's chicken, hacker chick's name is. Yeah, it really makes me mad when I get hacked, though. Yeah. So, like, something like that, like, you know, I don't like that character. You know, I don't like playing her. But if somebody's playing her and they're playing her really well, I'm like, you know, stick to your guns, play it. But see, a lot of stuff I read was don't main a character. Because you need to be able to fill the gap for what's missing on your team. Yeah. But it, if you have something you're good at, you want to try to, like, stick to that. Like, I know I'm a bad healer. Because, I, I mean, when I play shooters, or even, you know, more or less, even when I'm playing World of Warcraft, I'm pretty single-minded. Like, how can I kill this person the fastest I can? You know, let's put the reticle over their head. Let's make sure, you know, my rotation's down. You know, stuff like that. So is, I don't. Is that th- the Chicago in you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, so I mean, but stuff like that, you know, people who like are like good healers, you know, like World of Warcraft or Overwatch, you know, they're always thinking about the team, they're always looking around, they understand where people are going, they know where like, you know, the high traffic zones are. So stuff like that. I mean, I think that Overwatch, you know, at its core is a, I mean, it's a competitive shooter. The heroes and the classes and stuff that will get people in the door, but to, for the longevity of the game. Yeah. You know, you want to be able to excel at it and having like brackets and, you know, where it puts you in the levels and your tiers, you know, stuff like that. I think is what, you know, you can physically see like, you know, Destiny doesn't have that. Like you don't have like a rating system. Like, I don't know, on platinum tier, gold tier, whatever. Yeah. So being able to see that, like I am better than, you know, 95% of people, you know. It's something that helps me sleep well at night. <laughs> like, oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's what does it. Yeah. It's not so, a soft pillow. It's not like security in life. It's not a, it's not even a warm warm body next to you. It's it's your your crazy cat and knowing how good you are as shooters. Yes. Okay. So I think that's part of the appeal. I mean, you know, you can like get people in the door and yeah, you know, it is Overwatch is very accessible. I think somebody even said that to you. It yeah, yeah. it is. It uh, Sorry, I'm watching the cat jump onto the dog, and the dog just lay there. It's a good dog. 
It is a good dog. Except for when he knocks down my whole setup. But no, it is. It is extremely accessible. Like, if there is a shooter I'm going to go into, that's actually a shooter where your purpose is to shoot other people, unlike Splatoon, uh, that would, this would be the one. Right? Okay. So, while we were eating lunch earlier, you came up with the idea of what we should talk about. Yeah. So we were gonna try to, you know, play different games and talk about it, which I think that's still gonna be our main goal. But we have to set it up and and have time and whatever else. Yeah. Also, find good games. Like I don't want to give them garbage games. Um. Yeah. Yeah. We have to find something that one of the two of us is passionate about. I guess. Yeah. So, and I mean, soon, maybe even as of the time of our next recording, the Super Nintendo Classic should be in my hands. It comes out in two days as of the time of this recording. Mm. But I will not have it probably by then. Okay. So, the goal, though, is to find something like that. But we didn't have that this time. So, you brought up stealthy stuff. Yeah. Which turned out was very fitting. So, is there anything you'd like to start with with this or why this has popped in your head? So, I was thinking about um, the new Assassin's Creed game coming out. Something that comes out next month. Can we just, I mean, just label it garbage now? <laughs> what's your problem with assassin's creed ah uh, i i want to like that game i want to like that series even black flag like there was so much assassin's creediness to it at the beginning before yep. you get back onto your boat again that i never made it back onto my boat again like i still have it and i still plan to try at some point but i hate the assassin's creed part of it so, I mean, you have to, in Black Flag specifically, you have to fight through, like, the stupid, like, tail this person missions and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, those are bullshit. Yeah, to get to, like, the open water, you know, four pistols, two swords coming across the deck of a ship. Like, I'm going to kill everyone, you know? Yeah. The, the best stuff in that game. Yeah, but so, I mean, Assassin's Creed, so I kind of talked about when we were uh, eating lunch was, you know, when I first started playing stealth games, like, it was the same time I think I was playing Halo, and I'm like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Like, you know, they gave me, like, 12 bullets in the first level of Splinter Cell. And we're like, oh, it's cool. I can shoot a light. And then I just shot the guard in the head. And then I went and shot the next guard in the head and shot the light. Turns out you're supposed to shoot the light and then, like, strangle them to death or something. <laughs> of, I, of course. Which, yeah. which, in the end, same problem for the guy you're killing. Yes. Right? Like, like he is no better off. Yeah, so 11 or 12-year-old Ben didn't realize this. Like, I want to go in all Halo style with my assault rifle and kicking down doors and punching grunts in the face. And, and, I, and I really didn't like them until I played the first Assassin's Creed. And I kind of got it. Like, it had some tools. It showed you what to do, you know. I think, even think the original Splinter Cell didn't really have a good tutorial. I didn't get the, the concept of stealth. Yeah. So, I think the first Assassin's Creed, you know, why it wasn't a pretty barren game, uh, had some interesting things like, you know, tailing people, stealth missions, you know, kind of choosing your engagements. But I always over like I always out level things, especially in games like that. Like I figure out how to like just counter, and I can sit there and wait for somebody to swing and then blade them in the face. I used to run around. I think in Assassin's Creed Three, I would try to see the biggest group of guards I could get before they started like going back to their post, and then just sitting there and countering for like ten minutes and seeing how many dead bodies I could line up. That is scary. <laughs> I mean, like, because <laughs> I mean, at some point, it's just not a challenge. Like if. They just tell me press Y to counter, and I see some guy coming. Like I can just counter forever. Okay, but would the challenge then be not being seen? Yeah, so that's always what I have to like refer to is, all right, if I'm gonna make this hard, I'm going to play this like 
as an assassin. It's like Far Cry. Like I, don't, I know you've never played a Far Cry, but if you ever do, you can just get guns and run, you know, a train over every enemy in Far Cry. But if you actually treat it like I'm like a crazy dude who's on like trying to survive in this island, and you play with like just the bow and arrow, it becomes a lot harder. And you also get like you can role play as much as I hate that term. You can you know get into the character's mind a lot more. Okay. So but yeah, I was thinking about stealth games. <sighs> that was a long rant. I'm sorry. No, yeah, that's was, fine. That's was, what people want to hear. They don't want to hear me talk on this. <laughs> they can hear me on other stuff. Yeah, so, and then we were talking about Metal Gear, and I haven't played, I played one Metal Gear my whole time. Yeah. So what you're talking about, but I was kind of curious, and one of the reasons I want to talk about this was, like, stealth games, you know, before, like, 3D games came along, I know there was earlier Metal Gears and stuff, but were there earlier stealth games? Do you remember anything like that, or how you avoided things, or how they so, even I, gave the idea of stealth? I don't... You know, I almost want to say that they were talking about this on some other podcast recently, and I cannot cannot remember what that was. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think like what what I remember as the earliest, and I, Metal the original Metal Gear had to be one of the first ones I played here. But here's okay, here's the weird thing. Um, and funny enough, this will drop the same day as the day I talk about it on the other show, so that works out fine. So I just started today before you came over. And I will play through the whole thing this weekend. I think I'll have time at work. Um, I'm going to play Metal Gear Solid 3. Now, I've played one, and I've played two. Now, the thing, though, is with those is you're trying to be sneaky. And there are times where if you get caught, you're done for. Because they have guns, and you don't. Yeah. And you can choke them out, but sometimes you can only choke them out and put them to sleep. Oh, so they come back. Yeah. Like, Uh there's a... Like, I'm trying to, I remember having this issue in the first one. Now, I could, maybe I didn't know all the controls. I don't think it was the case. But I remember having a problem in the first one where I couldn't choke them and snap their neck. Oh. Yeah, I know. First world problems. Um, and so, so I couldn't do that. So if you got caught, you're screwed. So you had to go kind of, you know, sneak around a lot at certain parts of the thing. And even once you had a gun, you did that too. Now, in the second one, I played on easy, which is a little bit helpful, but um, what was nice about that is you had a uh, like tranquilizer gun. Okay. So you could just trank the people, and you didn't have to worry about how you were being sneaky, right? Uh, and the third one, I don't know yet. All I know is I've started the third one, and it tells you you cannot be seen, right? You can't be seen. You cannot leave a trace of yourself in any form. So I'm really wondering if I'm going to have to carry around bags to pick up my own poo. Okay, I mean, it, it, okay, so not to get too far into this and stuff like that, but like as with all the other Metal Gear games I play, you get into these things where it's a lot of talking. Yeah. And they explain all kinds of things to you. And it's funny because they'll tell you to hit the action button and stuff like that, which just cracks me up. Because, uh, I mean, if I was talking to you and telling you to go across my yard and to go grab something, I wouldn't say, now when you get to this thing, Ben, hit the action button. No, I'd say pick it up. But anyway, but they tell you like you cannot leave any trace, any wrappers, any, I think he even might say excrement or something like that. Like, I don't remember what word he uses, but you can't use any trace because it's a, the game takes place in a time period where we were not allowed to have people where he is. Yeah. And if they ever found out that someone was there, it'd be a big, you know, international incident. So I'm going to be very sneaky. But what I discovered 
and I told you about this kind of was that I, so I turned, so I have the HD collection, the Metal Gear Solid HD collection, which has two, three and Peace Walker. And so I've already played two on the other one. So I'm playing three. And when you start it up, it gives you an option to play Metal Gear and Metal Gear two, which are the NES ones. And it actually, you have NES controls, but you have a couple extra buttons you get to use. And I don't remember it starting the way it starts. Hmm. Like, and I'm gonna have to go back to the NES one and try it. Yeah, because if I remember correctly, in this one, you just start, you walk into this little area in the woods and you turn and you have to get past some guys and some dogs and I just can't do it. Like I was never, I never, and I've played this game many times, never been able to sneak past these things. Hmm. This one, you start off in a different place, but it's still that NES look to it. So I need to look this up. Like I need to do some research to find out they're the same game. See if it was like a remaster and they just made, change the setup or something. Yeah. But what's crazy is like you go past these trucks and you can hop in the back of the trucks but when you hop in, all of a sudden, these trucks are like full size. Oh, on the end, it's like a full room, not like a back of a truck. Yeah. Um, but even on that one, like it tells you you can't be seen, and so now you're sneaking around in eight bit, which is weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's it. I mean, when these games started, though, I mean, I can only imagine like you have like Pong and you have like the development like shooting games like Contra and stuff like that. I wonder who was like, let's make him hide. Uh, that's a good question. I want to look it up while we're talking. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a pretty interesting like place to go in games. Like, instead of making them do stuff, like make them not do stuff. I don't yeah, kind of seems like a dick move to me. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, you're trying to build an experience, though. But as somebody who likes to, you know, always be actively involved in the game I'm playing, like in Destiny, when somebody's talking, like half the time these days, I just zone out. So, so okay. So according to this. And this might, this is the first 3D stealth game. Um, where did it go? So this says Tenchu was the first 3D game in the genre, and then Metal Gear Solid released shortly after that. Tenchu. I yeah, I don't know name. anything about Tenchu. No. Um, what else we got here? There's, there was a the first stealth game was Shoplifting Boy, published in 1979. Uh, for the the PET 2001 personal computer game. In what what year? 1979. It was called Shop. It was English translation Shoplift Boy. That's a uh, that's but, an interesting concept for a game too. But it makes sense, right? Yeah, because you're shoplifting. And in 1980, they made a sequel, which translated into Shoplifting Girl. Oh. Uh, 1981, Sega released an arcade game called 005. Double Which you seven. had to take a briefcase from uh, of secret documents waiting a helicopter and avoid being seen. Um, Castle Wolfenstein, originally available on the Apple II in 1981, also employed stealth elements. Hmm. Beyond Castle Wolfenstein. These are the old Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein 3D. Yeah, you know what? So some of the early Wolfenstein games were actually a lot more let's hide. Did you try those? Or have you ever played those? Uh, I started with 3D. Oh, okay. Wolfenstein 3D, um, and oh man, another of these other ones um, I used to play all the time. But I don't think I played in a stealth manner because I was a kid who should not have been playing these games. Um, yeah. Um, see, Infiltrator 1986. Okay, so Metal Gear seemed like it was the first NES one utilizing stealth. Gotcha. So, and there's Metal Gear and there's Metal Gear 2 uh, Solid Snake. So these days, what kind of stealth games have you played? So 
have you have you enjoyed any of the recent ones? Have you tried anything? I mean, I know Assassin's Creed you don't like. No, I don't like Assassin's Creed. I, stealth games are a little bit hard for me because I get impatient. Yeah. And that's a huge thing for them. And that's something I'm having to learn a little bit more with Metal Gear. And as I'm I'm right now I'm working my way through the series, which I'm like we you and I actually talked about this a while back. Like we were like, oh, maybe we should do this for the show. And then I added up the number of hours for that series. And it's like, okay, that's not happening. Like, there's no way we're both going to play enough of this. But after playing the first one and now the second one, like, I am all in to just play through this series. Really? It is insane. But what scares me is five, which we still need to look up if five is one game or two games, or if it's one game with DLC. I don't know. (laughs) Um, uh, And I, I, I... for those who weren't in our conversation earlier, I bring this up because the PS plus game for next month is metal gear solid five something. I don't know. I had some words that followed it. It wasn't like ground zero. No, it wasn't ground one. zero. So I'm wondering if it was like the original one in ground zero maybe is, I don't know. Yeah. Someone's, someone's going to be like, all right, unsubscribe. These guys are idiots. Um, <laughs> but, but, but I'm like, I am all in for this series because it is so bizarre and I've always known that but now I'm really feeling it how bizarre it is and I'm having to learn to deal with the stealth stuff because you just you don't have a choice um so that and you know the other one I really like it and it's a different kind of stealth but Hitman oh yeah that's a good choice I didn't even think about Hitman but yeah Hitman is a, a great game to kind of bring up for uh I think it was the first game I ever played that had, like, disguise elements to it. Yeah. Which I thought was brilliant. Like, yeah, what, why can't I put on a uniform and walk around? Like, Yeah, it's it's a very different kind of stealth. But, I mean, that's it. Like, you kill somebody, you change your costume, and you're hiding. Yeah. Or, like, you get the cops after you, you hide, change your costume, and you're hiding again. Yep. Uh, although, the last one I played, Absolution, I think... Okay. I did not like as much. I think Blood Money is what everyone always says is the last good one. Well, the newest one, the one that was a season pass one oh, or yeah, was yeah. A, uh, episodic or whatever, yep. I've heard nothing but good things about it. And I almost bought it recently, but here's what stopped me. Okay. Is the guy at GameStop pointed out, and I, I think I've heard this before, but what makes that so good was that it um, would have these elusive targets. Oh, that would like show up. Randomly. Yeah, and so so for like one weekend, there would be a target out there. I heard like Steve Buscemi was one. Like, Steve Buscemi was one. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, but there was the elusive target, and you had that weekend, and I, I want to say like you had one chance to log on and try to take him down. And That's... if you did, I could be wrong on this, right? Feel free to correct me. But like you had that one chance to log on and do it, and if you didn't complete it, then it was done. I wonder if they used like a previous level and did it that way. It was probably somewhere like in a in a world that was already there. I was gonna say that'd be like if they built like a whole world around that and then just like it's gone. I'm like, man, like that's pretty hardcore to just like build that content and just be like, nope, and we're done. You can never yeah. see it again. Yeah, but apparently that's like the thing though. It's like now if you buy the game, you're not gonna get to play those. You're not gonna get to play those elusive targets because they're gone. Yeah. But I'm assuming there's gonna be a season two, and I might jump in it for season two. Because if I jump in at the beginning, it's another one of those games, and we'll kind of talk about this towards the end, but I'm starting more and more to realize that there are certain games you have to jump in at the beginning. And it's not about being part of the conversation, right? Like, you know, I jumped in Resident Evil 7 and um, 
uh, uh, the one with the girl in the bow and arrow that I played recently. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. The PS4 exclusive. Yeah. And, and so that game that we can't think of the name of all of a sudden, Horizon Zero Dawn. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my and, God. And, and Uncharted. Like, I jumped in all these games after the conversation was mostly done, but that didn't hinder me in any way. Whereas some of these games where there's an online component to it, if you don't jump in at the beginning, like, like right now, Forza Horizon 3, right? I, I could get it, but jumping in now, most of the people I'd want to play with and actually have there while I'm playing aren't, aren't going to be around anymore. Hmm. And I think it's gonna be the same thing with like the next, the next, um, uh, assassin. No, Hitman. Hitman. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I still kind of want to play it though. Hmm. You, you, have you played the Hitman games? I played Blood Bunny on 360, I think, yeah. Okay, I don't think I played that one. I played the original, and I think I played two. Mm. I think uh, three was Blood Bunny. What did you think? It was good. It was a lot of fun. I, I This sounds terrible, but as a teenager, I really enjoyed killing people in video games. So, uh, yeah, I think I bought it based on the name, not really knowing what it was. Yeah. And I tried to play it just like any other game I get. Like You Dishon- can't. Like Dishonored, yeah, no, you can't. Like You have to like step back, figure out what you're doing, and I... I don't know if it took a friend of mine to show me. Somebody like started playing it, like asked me if I was like if I'd beaten it or anything. I'm like, nah, man, screw that game. Like, because I'd go in there and like start just shooting everyone did, in the head. Did they set you straight? Yeah, no, they fixed it. <laughs> okay, they're like, yeah, they're like, all right, this is you know kind of how you do it. Maybe it was Jack. I don't know. Somebody had to show me that like yeah, you can't just run in guns and blazing because I think that's how I you know just brute force a lot of yeah. games. Now, but before we move on to the next game, which I. You said something that reminded me of another game we have to mention here. But did you see the movie, the first one, the first Hitman movie? I think there was a Hitman two. We had, yeah. had um, Timothy Elephant in it. Yeah. That okay. I will stand up right here and say that movie was one of the better video game movies. Um, I think I went into it with really low expectations, and I went and saw it at a time when I was seeing a lot of movies by myself, just mm. because it was convenient, something to do. I really enjoyed that movie. Someone with like the daughter who's like Russian, you like sent her away and all that. I don't remember. Yeah. I just remember coming out of it going, Man, that's way better than I thought it was gonna be. And also, man, Tiffany Elephant's good. He is. Yeah. Um, so another game that I think we need to, to bring up here um is um you just said that boy, where am I today? Dishonored? Yes. Oh, yeah. So when you played Dishonored, yeah, because I think I played that before you and I were hanging out as much before you moved down here, maybe because I'd gotten it like PS plus or something like that years and years ago on the PS three. So, um, when you played through the first one, did you do multiple plays through just one? So I played through it I think twice. Okay. But I, I really, you know, so I didn't realize, I guess how the world changed because the first time I played it, you know, I was playing like this teleporting kill everyone guy. Yes. And, you know, I didn't like the ending. I also didn't like, I guess the rats took over a lot more and the plague and all this. And it kind of tells you that at the end. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. The more yeah. deaths, the more rats, yep. the worse things are in the world. Yeah. The more people hate you. Yes. So I tried and there was a achievement. And it was like one of the bigger achievements in the game. I don't remember what it was called. Clean hands, maybe. But to be like, don't kill anybody. Yeah, don't kill anyone. So I, I tried that. How'd you do? I think I got through like two or three levels, but I couldn't do it without a guide. Like I am not that patient 
to sit there for 30 minutes and watch everyone's pattern. So I, is that it, what you have to do? Yeah, you have to just figure it. Like, you have to just watch and see, like, when somebody leaves or where the gaps are and all that. Like, there's not, like, always just a clear path. You can just go, like, walk down. You have to wait and wait and wait. And, you know, sometimes, like, I think I'd be quicker and I'd, you know, jump down. Somebody would see me and I'm like, oh, well, I got to run away and reset and all that. So, yeah, I tried that, but I ended up, you know, just minimally killing. You know. Did you get the good ending? Yeah, I got the good ending. So, okay, so when I played through, and I will never play through the first one again. Like, <laughs> I still plan to play through the second one at some point. I need to bring that to you. you I'm so, you, I'm oh, so no, you sorry. Do. But, like, I, I, like I said, I, I, I've started putting, I, I will bust my computer out after this when we go back downstairs, and I will show you my list as of right now. <laughs> okay. Right, and that doesn't have everything on it, but I have plenty of stuff to be playing right now. But I tried playing it and I was like, I'm not going to kill very many people. And I realized I am terrible at video games and it is easier to kill it is. in that. Oh, yeah. So I got to the point where I just didn't care because I knew I killed enough people. Uh, one of my favorite things to use was the one where all the rats come out of the ground and like devour the body. Oh, yeah, because the body's gone. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it, it, it's I loved it. Like that, that was perfect. Um, but trying to be sneaky, I just couldn't do it. I could not do it. And so I got the bad ending and the bad ending sucked. Oh, it is bad. Yeah, you feel it is, bad. Yes. It's on the it level of like sucked. Bioshock, like Bioshock bad. Oh my God. I love Bioshock. Yeah. Dude, Bioshock infinite, which I think you said you liked the first one better, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. Bioshock infinite and Bioshock one are probably, I, I still haven't played two. Yeah, I've, I've never played two. Two you play as a big daddy. It's very different. Oh, where? Weird. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to do that at some point when I can get it real cheap or borrow it from somebody. But like, which I know is jumping all over the place, but Bioshock 1, I did not like the world. I wasn't huge on the twist. You didn't like Rapture? The first, but that's like we're all like, it's where everything's already gone to shit by the time you're in there, right? Yeah, but it's like that underwater like dystopia at this point. Yeah, but you didn't like but, that well, world. The, but, I would have liked it had you started out when it was in the good. Oh, so like... Infinite. So you could have seen it as in, in its beauty, uh, I guess. Okay. And that's what I really liked about Infinite, is that like when you step into that world, like it's really cool at first. Yeah. It's all old school, and the women are wearing the old dresses, and the guys are dressed up in the old school stuff, which I, I mean... I don't think I could transport myself to that time and be happy dressing that way, because let's face it, I wear shorts and flip-flops every chance I get. Um... But it was it was beautiful, and then you realize what's happening when you have to stone some woman for being black and with a white dude, right? And now you're all of a sudden you're like, hmm. yeah, and it's awkward, and this is not good. Um, but anyway, we're not talking about that. Um, what other what other major stealthy games? Well, okay, so even um, Horizon Zero Dawn had a stealth element to it. Okay. Where if you didn't want to fight something, you had to sneak past it. And there are times when that's the only way to get around. But what was cool is you had a deal you could do where you could like look through your special little thing that's on the side of your head and see the path of them. Really? And then, yeah, and then you could watch them walk this path. Mm-hmm. And it's especially important for the... Um, forgot what they were called like sightseers or something like that like basically they were the guys that would walk around and just keep an eye on all the other animals mm. and their whole job was to look for something and then attack you 
And what you could do is you could hide in the tall grass right next to where its path was going to be. And right as it walked past you, you could do a stealth kill, which stealth kills always felt great. Like there was just something super satisfying about every single stealth kill. Yeah, Far Cry is really big on that. Are they? Yeah. If I were to play a Star Star, Far Cry game. Far Cry, yep. Guys, I have not been drinking. I just want to throw that out there now. (laughs) Today was not my day drinking game day. If I were to play Far Cry game, yep. Which one would you say to play? I'd say. Mm, Probably Far Cry three. Four is also wonderful. So three set on like an island and it has like a real trippy element to it. Okay. Four is set like in Nepal and has like a mystical Tibet sort of, you know, like Yeti Zen element to it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You can like find Shangri-La and shit like that. That's so, cool. Yeah. But, you know, the cool thing about these different games is, you know, whether you're on the island or there, I mean, you can use like elevation a lot. Yeah. And like finding the towers, you know, that's always like, you know, their thing. So you find like the calm towers, you show like that area of the map. But I mean, yeah, there's there's a stealth element to those. You know, you can like if you're killing people with like a bow and arrow, it won't make noise. So like, you know, there'd be like an outpost and I would, you know, systematically just kill every single person with a bow and arrow and at the end it'd be like, No alarm sounded, you know, whatever. I'm like, Yep. So I just sat there. I mean but I still well, killed everyone. If okay, so kind of on that path. Uh, Zelda, the the Breath of the Wild. Oh yeah, that's a good. Uh, so you got those guys that are up there with the horns, you know, and being able to sneak up and take them down before they announce themselves, or even uh, a semi along that same line. Um, Shadow of Mordor. Have you played Shadow of Mordor? Just a little bit. Not okay, yeah. I've, I've only put like an hour and a half into it. Like that's that's another game that's on my list for. I just need to find the time that I want to dedicate to it. Um. But there's a few of the times when they, they have, you know, archers up there and then you have to stealth your way up there and take them out. So I, I think I like that. I, I think that is my sweet spot is a game that has the stealth stuff, but that's not the whole thing. Like I want the option to um, um, be able to be stealthy, but I don't want it to be a requirement that affects the game that affects like, 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 like I don't even want to affect the end game or, or affect the end story. Like it did, you know, in Bioshock or not in Bioshock and I dishonored. Yeah. Like, you know, I want to be able to get above someone and have like a stealth attack where I can just kill them from right above them or something. Right. Um, or sneak up in the tall grass and do that stuff or pick people off with the bow and arrow at times. But I don't want that to be a requirement. Yeah, I think it might be, like, that's kind of the future of these games. Like, you know, Dishonored, the second one, is a lot more open, I guess, with that. You know, I don't think of it more, I, I don't even think of Dishonored really It's a stealth game. I think of it as, like, a choose-your-own-adventure game. Like, you know, you can, like, you can play it straight through, clean hands, not killing anyone. Or, you know, you can lay waste, you know, just kill everyone. And, you know, both options, you know, are there. And huh. You know, it's not going to punish you like gameplay wise. It'll punish you in the ending for being, you know, the bad guy and killing everyone. But then in a lot of games, even like KOTOR. Oh, so, okay. So with the new one, it also has the b- good and bad endings? Yeah. 
Oh, man. See, I don't. Because here's the problem. And it's it's exactly the problem was with the first one. Like, I got the bad ending if for no other reason than I suck at video games. Like, I, you cannot be bad and get the good ending in that game, I don't think. I think there were, like, options. Like, I remember there was, like, a like a blow dart, and there were also, like, stun mines and stuff like that. But Yeah, but you still, I mean, I don't know. I still think, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't have faith that, like, now don't get me wrong. Like, had I put more effort into it, maybe, right? But I was just not having it. No. And it's the same problem I have with some of these other games. Like, and like I said, it's what I'm having to learn playing through Metal Gear now is that you have to be so patient. Yeah. And I just don't always have that. So, um, what else you got for stealthy? Oh, man. I mean, do you have a favorite stealth moment? Favorite stealth moment? Yeah. Mm, that's a hard one. You know what? Here's one for you. When you sneak up on someone on Battlefield 1 and you knife them. <laughs> so, this was not my moment. One of my favorite like game clips is a camper, I think, in Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Where there's a guy who like got somewhere real elaborate, like jumped a bunch of stuff, and you know was like up there sniping, and a guy gets up behind him, opens his like Xbox 360 menu, which is a lot faster, sends a message to him like behind you, and the guy turns or like gets there, opens a message, turns around, and the guy knifes him. And I'm like, oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah, that's that's like ballsy. I'm like that's that's great. You have to, man. You you have to know. You're good. Like yeah. that right there is not just being cocky. That's like you. It's, it's not. I think I'm good. I know I'm good. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So that's that's a pretty good thing. Also, I think you just like in a, the original Halo. Yeah. Like there was a part like if all the grunts were sleeping, and if you walked up and if you know you didn't shoot, if you just like meleeed one, you could melee them all. You could just like walk through a good majority of the level, just bashing all their heads in one by one. <laughs> I'm trying to think. There's some other game. That's like that, where if the people were sleeping, you could just sneak up and just, like, murder them one at a time. And I cannot figure out what game I'm thinking of. Uh, Elder Scrolls, you know, there's, like, stealth elements to that. I didn't really put much time into those. Mm. Like, I have Skyrim for PS3, and I started it, but I've got to be in the right mood with the right amount of time on my hands to dive into that. <laughs> I will not be getting that one for Switch. Mm. Uh, I'm curious. We were talking about Wolfenstein earlier. I wonder if there's any stealthiness to the two latest Wolfensteins that are out. Oh. I got to start those. That that's gonna be one I'm gonna start soon because I have it on the computer now. Oh, you do you get them for the computer? Yeah, yeah. It was like it was nine dollars for both of them. Holy shit! That's yeah. The, well, the the best I've seen is I could I saw it to pop up today for twenty bucks. I could have I could have bought both of them like the double pack for either xbox or playstation and had i seen that before before i got this other deal i would have because i think i'd rather have them on console yeah um but i mean either way i can find a way to share it with you all right you ready to get off of stealth for a second and talk about our last little thing yeah man okay so 2017 has been a hell of a year for gaming yeah really has um and to be honest you know i was out of gaming for a number of years Started coming back in, started coming back in a little bit stronger, started doing a lot more old gaming. But over the last year, I've gotten more into newer gaming and a little bit more caught up. So I've had a 
a lot of insane stuff. So what we were going to talk about for a second is what are you looking forward to the rest of this year? That's what you wanted to talk about, right? Yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah. So the main thing I was going to talk about was, so the new call of duty, you know, is coming out and it has a built for co-op couch co-op campaign with it. You know, we're going to play that. Yeah. So, I mean, no, no, I am. Okay. Speaking of call of duty, the newest one, and I don't like call of duty, right? I have, I have not been a fan of Call of Duty ever. Uh, mostly because like you get dropped into the middle of combat and a headshot as you're spawning. Like this is this is how it feels to me. Whereas like Battlefield, you have that moment to come into the battle. Right? Now, I watched the trailer for this new one. Yeah. It looks amazing. Oh, it does. Oh like, yeah. I still don't want to play it online. But I'm all about playing the co-op one with you. You know what? That's going to be... So we can do like the co-op. One of our things is, you know, generational gamers is I'm going to like push real hard and see how high I can get my level. And I'm going to let you, you know, play a game and you, you're going to have to get one with a positive KD. A game with a positive KD. That should be a thing. Oh, oh, like um, like an like a online match? Yeah. Oh, I could do that. I just got to pick off one dude and hide. Yeah. But I mean, it's all going to be positioning and how you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to coach you. Okay, into but you can like match. upgrade your character. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm not going to buy this game. Uh, I'm not saying I haven't considered it, but like once again, I still have too much to play to make this a thing. Yeah. Uh, and I figure for the single player, if you say it's good enough, you'll bring yeah, it to my do. house at yeah. some point. But yeah, I am super excited now to play that that co-op. I think you told me that before, but I'd forgotten about it. Yeah, so that'll be a lot of fun. Also, I mean, Battlefront 2, I'm really excited about. So there's couch co-op in that. Is there? Yeah. Oh, that's another couch co-op we're going to have to do. So that'll Uh, be a lot of fun. Cave Story Story Plus. Yep. Now is couch co-op. Got to give that a try. (laughs) Whenever I bring it back to you. (laughs) Sounds like I have all your games. You only have one of them. I know. Like dishonor, I gotta bring over. I'm just a bad person. Um, not this year, but early next year. Sea of Thieves comes out. Oh man, dude. Yeah. Here's my one hope. That's uh, I want. To, there needs to be something I can do if I just want to go into the game when no one else is playing, or no one else that I play with is playing. Like I want there to be just something else I can do every once in a while. Go dive for treasure. Go walk around a town. I'm something. Yeah. So, and I've, I've heard there's an accordion in this. Gary Gray played it and said it was awesome. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. So, um, yeah, I'm super looking forward to that. So, I'm going to go ahead and put this out there. So, whenever we're manning the ship as, you know, the super indie podcast, there will be a requirement. Everyone oh. will have rum. We're going to drink and play this. Do I got to go buy some more Sailor Jerry? Because I've literally almost drank it all in the yes. last two weeks. Yeah. And I don't ever drink that. Oh, man. Because I think it's a really good idea if, if we get like on Skype and drink rum and go pirate as a Dad, crew. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. Especially if we're doing like early in the morning. Yes. <laughs> it's like drinking early in the day doesn't make you an alcoholic. It makes you a pirate. <laughs> man that's amazing so yeah we gotta do that. i mean we have we have enough people that i think that even if some people can't play i think we'll have to we got it i mean between we got you me sean dave adam leonard 
John Wall. Um, I don't know if Andy's going to get it, but Aunt, possibly him. Uh, there's a few. There's I think there's enough of us that we can. And I don't know how the system works. Like we might end up having it split into two. So there's two boats worth of people. I don't know. Oh man, the only thing you call the guy in charge can be a commodore, and whoever's running the show. Oh, who's running it between the two? Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. yeah, dude. But anyway, that's that's gonna be amazing. Um, what else are you looking forward to? I tried to think about this recently. Like, what else I'm looking to come out? Now I've got some stuff pre-ordered. Yep. So I pre-ordered it'll do two, which has been out for a while and everything else, but it's coming out on the Switch physical on the 31st of October, mm. and then like four days before that is Mario Odyssey. Uh, so Mario Odyssey. Yeah. I think it would be a good one because I intend on getting this game. Okay, you are? Yep, but I have never played through the entirety of a Mario game. Oh, snap. So so this will be a good one for us to talk about because I'm going to get it based solely off the fact that everyone keeps talking about how amazing these games are. Yeah. But I'm going to get it and play through it. Okay, yeah, no, definitely you should. Yep, so I'm excited. But I'm actually, I mean, just because I'm going to be doing some traveling and stuff, I'm I'm actually excited to play this game. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's supposed to be amazing. Like, people people are speculating... And, and this is coming from people who have played like little bits at events and stuff. Yep. But I think people are speculating that this is going to give Zelda a run for its money. Really? Yeah. Oh, Zelda, Zelda was really good, man. It was. No, yeah. it, it was. But like the amount of content that's going to be in this game. Now, and here's my plan is I want to stretch this game out. Like I don't want to binge this like I did Zelda. Like I couldn't stop myself on Zelda. <laughs> but I don't. so good. Yeah. But I don't want to do that with Mario. And I think it almost will have more content than Zelda in a way. Right now, I mean, don't count finding all the Korok seeds and that stupid shit. But like, yeah, but like, like you're going to have these levels and it's just full of running around looking for the moons and trying different things. And like, I, it would be nice if there's a way that you and I could like stay on a similar path. But I think that would, I think that would hinder the gameplay somewhat if we tried to. We just say like, all right, let's, you know try to get all the collectibles up to like world four in the next two weeks you know so i'd still give you something to do like i could still go look around play it yeah we'll figure something out but because if we could do like every episode we do an update we do like a discussion update of where we're at how we've seen it from the coming from these different angles because i mean i've played mario 64 never beaten it i'm not i'm not gonna lie i've really? never beat it dude that game's so hard um the later levels are just ridiculously hard uh you know what maybe i did beat it once but Mm. Nothing. I, I did beat Sunshine. Um, I beat um, Galaxy. I had never finished Galaxy Two just because I got bored of it. Mm. Um, and then obviously all the two D ones I've beaten. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that'll be interesting. I can't wait for that. Um, another one that's coming out soon for me. It's already out on everything else, but Rhyme. Which oh, yeah. did not get the best reviews, but I'm hearing really good things about it on Switch. Oh, that'd be cool. And I got a really good deal. Mm. Um, what else is coming out soon? I don't know. I'm looking forward to, and I know this is going to sound weird to the people who listen to the show, but I've heard really good things about Stardew Valley. You, I, I want to play that for Switch. I think that sounds like a lot of fun. We need to, okay, when you get that, we will do an episode. <laughs> on Stardew Valley? At, at least partially on Stardew Valley. Okay. Because I've played it. And Oh, if, you played it for a computer. I forgot about that. Yeah. I would, I would consider starting over and doing it again. Because I have it on my on my um, surface because yeah. it's low enough I can do that, uh, but I screwed myself. Like I screwed up. There's there's it would take me way longer to beat the game because I didn't know I was supposed to be doing certain things. 
I forget. Somebody on one of the podcasts saying blueberries invest heavily in blueberries. <laughs> I don't know. I well, that I was mean, really fun. <laughs> the, the whole thing with the game though is like there's like different things you can plant and they will be worth different values. So, so you kind of have the option. You can go both ways, but you have the option of kind of being a farmer or being a rancher. And I think it's probably best to try to do one or the other. Um, but you need to do some of both because the whole goal and something I did not realize for a long time is there is a, like a rec center and you are trying to fix it up. But to do that, you go into different rooms and you have to get these different items. And so one item or squash is an actual thing, but you might need one squash, but you also might need one perfect squash or whatever it's called. Mm. Um, and so you need these different things and to get them, you have to produce them or find them. Ah. So it's, it's interesting. There's a lot to, I mean, there is a lot to do in that game and the seasons affect everything. Yes. I've heard it's a good thing for like a, you know, like because there's so much to do, I thought it'd be a good one for when I'm flying. Yeah. You know, it'd be a good thing to just, you know, sink time into. Yeah, no, it's, it's fun. I had a great time with it and I put quite a few hours into it and kind of got nowhere. I did not say I got nowhere. I just was way behind. Mm -hmm. Um, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I think I mentioned it. I don't know if I mentioned it on air or not, but uh, Golf Story. Oh yeah, comes out tomorrow. Oh man, really? As of as a time of recording, Golf Story comes out tomorrow. I'm super excited to play some of that. Um, I'm excited to hear your impressions on it. Yeah, well, hopefully I'll stream it tomorrow. Um, if I have time. Hmm. I think what else is coming out, man? I just, uh, there's uh, got to be so much, right? Yeah, there's there going to be great fall games. I know uh, Bliss, BlizzCon's coming up first week in November. I think is what it is. I'm excited to see what they have coming out. Yeah. Well, um, uh, Shadow of War is coming out. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I'll catch that in a few years when I catch it on sale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, PSX is going to be in a couple months. You don't yeah. care about PSX, but there could be some really cool stuff announced in that. There's always Destiny news. Yeah, it's true. That's yeah. true. I'm waiting. God, there's still certain things that Nintendo has to announce. Smash. I am just, where is it? Where is the Smash it, Brothers? It will come eventually. I'm hoping it's not a port. Where's the virtual console? Uh, I think that's, I, I'm curious to how that's going to work out. They could print, if they told me that GameCube virtual console's on this and they had Super Smash Brothers Melee, I'd lay down 200 bucks. If they're like, Super Smash Bros. Melee is coming out on the Switch, I'd lay down 200 That's funny. I, I love that game. I know you do. I know you do, Ben. We still got to do our Smash Brothers episode. Um, and, or not, yeah, Animal Crossing? It's got to be coming, too. Which I know sounds weird, but I really want to get an Animal Crossing game. So I have never... I don't even think I've seen a screenshot of an Animal Crossing game. But you know you'd get it. But <laughs> there's been people on like Reddit... Like somebody drew like an Animal Crossing logo and like put all their amiibos and everything. It was like burning a card or something. It was like, please, Nintendo, like sacrificing stuff. He's like, please, let, like give me Animal Crossing. I'm like, this must have a pretty fervent fan, like fan base. Like, well, it, it it's one of those things where like time moves in real time. Really? Yeah. So like, if you turn on the game in the middle of the night, it's the middle of the night in the game. Really? Yeah. And like people love it. And so New Leaf, I think it's the last one that people like talked about a lot. And I'm really considering trying to pick it up for Camille. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I want to try it out. And I think Camille would really like it. Yeah. She's been getting into video games a little bit more lately. Go figure. It's really weird. Huh. All right. 
All right, man. You got any final things you'd like to say to, to kick us out of here? No, if you want to come join our pirate crew, I'd highly recommend getting in on the Super Indie Podcast Discord. That's probably where it's going to start. Awesome. We're going to be recruiting. Um. Oh, jeez. So I'm going to take us out of here with some music. Um. But for those who don't always stick around to the end of the music, I have a new thing I'm ending our music with. Really? Yeah. Um. So it should be fun. Our music I'm choosing today from the latest album on OC Remix, which is where I get all my music from. By the way, thanks to Entertainment System for our music at the beginning of the show. I love that song. So I am doing, funny enough, speaking of Super Smash Brothers, this is Smash and Burn, uh, Super Smash Brothers for Wii U uh, song. And it is from the album, what's it called? Smash the Record 2017? I don't know. It's good. Enjoy. Talk to you all in a couple weeks.
yes, you have your own commentary. You've been narrated by Day Space. Day Space. Day Space.